Good morning. Thought I'd get an update to you on the markets. Uh, do my best to try to explain the recent price action. Uh, many are attributing it to a change in the weather forecast for the possibility of some rain in Iowa, when the reality is this correction started uh, middle of last week when the index funds and the macro economy started taking a more of a risk-off approach on commodities for fear that the Fed may raise interest rates sooner than expected. And so you've seen the sell-off really start late last week, uh, Thursday, when the government, USDA, printed that really bullish corn report where they lowered ending stocks for old crop and for new, and it ran headlong into massive speculator selling. Uh, taking profits on their positions. So it really started then. And then, of course, the model started turning wetter over the weekend. That was the headline that drove the market lower. Of course, we then got good, uh, well, bullish crop ratings on the corn and the beans on Monday night. Markets sold into it again. We then got some export sales big crush on corn, export sales on corn, and they sold into it again. So obviously what you're witnessing here is uh, nothing fundamental and everything headline driven. What are the headlines? Started with uh, President Biden um, hinting at possible relief uh, for the biofuels uh, waivers, uh, issuing waivers for refiners and, and blenders. Um, because apparently biofuels are getting more expensive. But that's a headline. It's, there's absolutely no chance that Biden will go back uh, and, and institute Trump policies where he issued uh, waivers for the refining industry. That's just never going to happen. But it's a headline he threw out there that started uh, uh, you know, the fears that maybe ethanol and biodiesel uh, would start to back off on production. And none of that has happened yet. Uh, the other headline is that Jerome Powell, the Fed chair, announced yesterday that he is uh, more aware now of inflation not being transitory, uh, being a little bit more sticky, and that he is vastly moving up his expectations to raise interest rates sooner than expected. So check this. His initial expectation was in 2024. He now expects to raise rates in 2023. So two years out, he is expecting to raise interest rates. And this is the market reaction we get. The dollar rallies, gold collapses, commodities collapse. Folks, this is, um, this is headlines trying to, trying to move a market, trying to cool inflation. Uh, that's not going to work. It's basically just absolutely not going to work because inflation is running closer to 5 or 6% right now. Raising interest rates a quarter percent two years out obviously means nothing. Uh, the other headline is that China has gone into overdrive in their um, open aggression toward curbing inflation. They have ordered their state-owned S enterprises, SOEs, trading companies to liquidate all their commodity positions uh, to try to uh, get rid of excess speculation, they call it. So China has ramped up their rhetoric, ramped up their actions to try to curb inflation. They released a whole bunch of metals um, from state reserves. 
that is not going to work either because the, there is a global shortage of metals that cannot be fixed anytime soon. So again, a more short-term um, action by China that will not reserve, will not fix the long-term problem. And they're jawboning the grain markets down as well, telling their companies, their trading companies, to get out of any speculative positions they have in really any commodity. So a global concerted effort with headlines and with manipulation, I believe, um, in the short term to push commodity prices down to do their best to curb inflation, commodity inflation, and it's absolutely not going to work. These are systemic problems now they are not and they cannot be fixed with short-term head fakes one of the reasons why is we're watching the u.s grain market weather uh, get go from bad to worse minnesota iowa dakotas uh, nebraska experienced record heat record dryness in the month of june so far uh, and there may be some reprieve. There may be some moisture that comes middle to end of next week. They may get an inch or two in some areas. Other areas will get an inch, and others will get less than a half an inch. So we'll have to see where the weather maps fall, but make no mistake about it, the stress on the crop has been extraordinary, and there are losses that are already happening that cannot be fixed, regardless of what people think or you know, tell you that if the rains turn back on or weather turns back to normal, we can still make it a, a trend line crop nationally. Absolutely not going to happen. I've got example after example of farmers in Iowa and Minnesota and and Dakotas that are basically a week away from writing off uh, a lot of corn that on sandy soil is completely burning up right now. The other <clears throat> issue we have, of course, is in the Delta Ag Resource reported that their insurance people are telling them that maybe up to a million acres have been affected by the flooding in the Delta. Uh, I can confirm with a number of clients that we have seen massive acreage losses of rice. Soybeans are going to be the two big hit crops hit. Soybeans probably the most. You may be talking about two, 250,000 acres of soybeans that are going to get zeroed out. And you're talking, you know, this is, these are 70 bushel beans. So you're talking about a 15 million bushel hit. That single uh, event is going to take our carryout down 10%, you know, from 1.5, 150 million bushels down to 135 now. So delta losses are real, and they're still climbing, unfortunately, because the floodwaters are just are, are not receding quickly enough to, to help out. So we cumulatively have lost corn and, and beans and cotton and rice, and, and the real damage won't be known really for several weeks. But the acreage total is uh, astronomical. Uh, the weather models, once this system pulls through for next week and we get some rain in a couple key areas, then turn back hot and dry for July, where you know many consider to be the most important month for the growing season, even though we've experienced record dryness and heat the first three weeks of June and the market wants to shrug that off, that's fine. But we're about to get into the serious part of the growing season, which is July, whereby this trend is expected to continue. And now we get into serious volatility because if the weather confirms that we've had, um, then we will burn up this crop and, and we will go be past the point of no return. We won't be able to fix it. And then things get very crazy. So 
These are headlines. These are macro money liquidating commodity positions uh, into the teeth of tightening balance sheets. Every morning you come into work, I come into work and I ask myself, is demand getting better or worse? And of course, with this massive sell-off, demand is getting better. No question about it. Is the crop getting bigger or smaller? No doubt over the last three weeks, the crop's gotten smaller. So what we have is a huge divergence between the fundamentals and the speculators and the headlines. And this happens every once in a while, right? We talk about how sometimes they're in sync and sometimes they're not. And right now they're not in sync. And they have control of this market. They have broken this market technically. Um, but they're running headlong into a, a fast tightening U.S. and global balance sheet that will rear its head and will regain control sometime in the next 30 or 60 days. That's the update. Have a wonderful day. Talk to you soon. Again, these are my opinions and not those of ADM or ADMIS.